Welcome to the Kimberly Wenya podcast. I'm a spiritual mindset coach and wellness blogger. If you love health, wellness, spirituality, manifestation, and co-creation, then this is the podcast for you. We talk about all the things you need to nourish your well-being, body, mind, and spirit. Living a bro-chic lifestyle means enjoying a chic and minimalist aesthetic whilst embracing natural health and living. Each episode is a piece of inspiration to nourish your mindset and up-level your life. So, ready to dive in? Let's get to it. Hi girls, I'm so excited for today's episode. It's a Friday episode and it's our first interview one for a long while. It's been a while since I've been able to chat to somebody and just ask them all the questions about modern girl manifestation and spirituality. But before we get into who our guest is, which yes, it is Amberly Lyons from Chakra Girl Radio. I'm so excited to just share this episode with you girls because there's so much insight into what chakras are and the lowdown on kind of how they relate to us and why we should actually care. So we're going to hear that conversation really soon. But before we get into that, I just wanted to give a quick update on what's been going on in KW headquarters. So today is Friday and I've had such a lovely day. I've been so high vibe, been having so much fun and all whilst having stuff that I need to do with uni. And girls, if you have followed me on Instagram, which is at Kimberly Wenya. If you haven't come and found me, come and join us. We have a party over there, <laughs> especially in the IG stories. But basically, I have many, many upcoming assignments that are going to be due for uni and it's coming to like a close because this is my final year of university. It's my final year of studying and I just cannot be wait to be done. And in the meantime, I've been reflecting and seeing how things have been and just really just having a look at being more present because I figured out that I, in the past 10 weeks or so, have really been all over the place and not been present. And this is a little takeaway I want you to take home with you as you're listening to this episode. I want you to actually check in, like, are you being present, whatever you're doing, as you're driving now, as you're walking now, as you're listening to me now, are you being present or are you multitasking a thousand things per minute, 10 tabs up or, you know, carrying a baby on the side or like reading in the pool, like are you being present? Not that there's anything wrong with any of those, but are you being in the actual moment? Like, are you actually being and living and breathing and just taking the moment, moment by moment? Anyways, that's a little kind of like take home message I wanted you to take from this intro today. But I also wanted to tell you girls that I'm so excited because I have actually been reflecting so much on the past month and I really attribute all of my growth every single month to reflecting and really taking a look at my manifestations and building momentum to what I want to create in the future months to come. And I'm so freaking excited because I have collated all of the questions that have really, really added to my growth because I really, looking back, I believe that I have grown so fast, like in the last six months especially, just things have grown so, so quickly, more than I can even imagine financially, abundantly, in my dream life, in my dream relationships, like things have grown so quickly and they're only going to get 
bigger and these manifestations are only going to get more awesome. So I cannot wait, but I really have to give credit to my reflections and the questions that I answer. I really take I guess I take a note out of Tony Robbins' book when whenever he says that your quality of your life is really proportional to the questions that you ask yourself. And I know that Dr. Martini also says this quote, but I think it's so important to really look at what questions are you asking yourself and are they ones that are going to build you up every day? Are they ones that are going to feed off from the ego mind? Like you really want to check what questions are you asking yourself? And maybe you're not even asking yourself any questions at all. So this is when I would say that my growth in my business personally grew so fast once I really started to reflect and I really started to put my mind to see where could I improve? What fears did I overcome? What things do I still need to overcome? Where did I really, really make moves? Where did I start to move mountains and where can I work more on? So I am so excited because I have created all of these beautiful questions in a very short and sweet really beautiful manifestation workbook and it's called manifestation reflections and I've put so much love and attention into this beautiful workbook it's so chic it's minimalist on the front cover I'm so proud of it it's actually line art that I've created just some beautiful kind of abstract line art and it's all about minimalism here and I just love it because It's four pages long and if you just do these four pages, you will see your life change. You will see your goals start to get bigger, your goals starting to manifest and it's simply by just committing to these four pages once a month and it's a beautiful digital download so you can print it off every single month and you can print off as many as you'd like even if you'd like to reflect more than that. Maybe it could be you want to reflect every single week. You can absolutely do that. So I will leave the link in my bio for you to grab your very own workbook it's super super cheap super affordable yet super aesthetic and you can like instagram it it looks really pretty amongst your journals on your desk i'm so excited to instagram it all over my feed and i am just loving it so girls if you know that you would love to you know we're coming to the end of 2018 as scary as that sounds are you really starting to push yourself are you asking yourself the right questions if not definitely check out Manifestation Reflections. It's a beautiful workbook. Link is in my show notes. Anyways, girls, I have spent today actually checking out an event space for my future event that I'm holding with Erin May Henry. I'm so excited because if you girls know, Erin was my very first coach from the very beginning and now we are holding an event together and I'm so excited because it's going to be this beautiful kind of like combination of mindset, lifestyle, bringing in abundance. There's just so much to really talk about and it's not just for entrepreneurs, it's for anybody and it's coming up real soon in Melbourne but I will be talking a lot more about that coming up but in the meantime we checked out this event space and it was absolutely everything that we've been looking for it's beautiful there's so much space it's white it's black there's plants it's just so lovely and the light just floods the room and we walked in there like yep this is it We loved it. And so we went to a cafe afterwards. Actually, it wasn't a cafe. It was a rooftop bar. (laughs) And we had a glass of champagne and we just brainstormed about everything we want to create into this event. And we're just so, so excited because I've 
been loving the idea of events and I know that Erin does as well and to actually create something where girls can come together meet each other who are like-minded who are a little spiritual but also love you know personal development this is the exact event for you but I I don't have any tickets yet but just definitely keep your eyes out because I'm so freaking excited but basically we had a glass of sparkling champagne and we were like sitting at our table and taking photos and just tapping away on my keyboard like typing up notes doing like execution boards and everything and that was pretty much my day today but all the while I was really focusing on being present and loving the moment because even though I could totally be like worrying and being like oh my gosh like Kimberly you haven't finished your assignments yet what are you doing here on the rooftop you should be doing those assignments instead of just thinking of that I was like no like I'm allowing myself to go with the flow get into alignment do the things that I love because life doesn't have to be shit even if you're a student or even if you're doing a job that you don't love you can still totally give yourself the permission to have those little like spaces during your week days during your week where you are living the life that you love it's not black and white just wanted to tell you that because I was like I'm feeling so high vibe and I know that the assignments are going to be done they're going to be done it's just a matter of time so I really enjoyed today and I started my day off really 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 well I had a live training with Gabby Bernstein this morning and it was so amazing she answered some of my questions and I cannot wait to meet her and and train with her later on in about two weeks oh my gosh I can't believe I'm gonna be in New York in two weeks that's insane but like I said today I just wanted to share these amazing vibes with you because I'm so so I just feel I feel like girls I feel like I've kind of come to like a close with a quantum shift almost as if I mean you can always quantum shift but I really feel so so safe and confident where I am right now and I just wanted to share that with you because this has all been a part of my journey and I know that you girls are also going through similar things so I hope I hope that helps (laughs) I hope that helps (laughs) the other thing is that I actually did a tarot card pull and it was all about um growth in abundance in creativity and I was just feeling it I had the six of pentacles which if you are into tarot you know it's a really positive card and I was totally vibing with it and it's so cool because lately I've been trying to just look at the card and interpret it without looking at the guidebook just yet and the minute I saw the imagery on this card I was like growth (laughs) and I knew that pentacles was to do with like material objects or financial abundance and so I was like financial growth (laughs) possessions and and designer handbags (laughs) that's all that was like in my head (laughs) but basically I was like I love this so much and I'm so high vibe I wanted to convey these to you so hopefully whatever you're doing you can bring them on and today, Amberly actually tells us about, you know, how it is spiritual to be rich. It is spiritual to be abundant. And I love that that concept and that real description of just being unapologetic about going after what you desire. So I cannot wait for you girls to listen to this episode. She tells us all about what the different chakras are and different ways that you can inc- incorporate crystals into it. And she is also another babe who's into modern girl spirituality. So I thought it was so perfect to have on the podcast so yeah let's get into it girls hi Amberly. welcome to the podcast thank you so much for having 
having me. Excited to be here. Oh girl, I am more excited than you are. Oh boy, I'm just so excited girls because Amberly is going to tell us all about chakras. And just before we started recording, I was like, how do you say the word? Is it chakra? Is it chakra? (laughs) (laughs) We were just like- However you want to say it. (laughs) Yes, I love it. Okay, so Amberly, please tell my audience and the girls listening about yourself. Yeah, so I am a chakra expert. I'm obsessed with crystals and energy and how all of that works into your life in business and in relationships and in just all areas of your life. So I, you know, really just like support women and working through their blocks and clearing out anything that is, you know, not congruent with your purpose. So I do like some business coaching, even though I don't really like that word. Um, And um, I also have a podcast called Chakra Girl Radio, where I interview people and we talk about just like realness and things that have blocked us and how we got through our blocks. And yeah, I just believe that everyone should have like a glam AF life and be able to... I just think it's like spiritual to be rich. So I think that's what everyone's purpose. I love that so much. And girls, like you have to go follow her podcast. And sorry, we don't follow them. We subscribe to them. Um, I really loved your one with Laura Nevitz Bostic. I love it. She's so amazing. Um, So Yeah. Okay. So let's get into your journey. I want to talk all about this because I think you have such a wealth of knowledge. So can we just start off? Your, Your whole branding is also about modern girl spirituality, which I love because that's exactly why I started this podcast and everything that I do. So I would love to learn about your spiritual journey and how you got into this. Yeah. So I was like, am I allowed to swear? Of course. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I was a hot fucking mess for like all of my early twenties. Um, just like partying and drinking and dating a bunch of losers. And, uh, I was just like in a very dark place when I was going to fashion school and I just didn't really know what I wanted in life. And I just was going down a bad path and I started going to yoga. So I was kind of like packing on the weight because I was drinking and like eating pizza at 4am all the time. Right. So I was, um, a girl was like, Oh, if you like go to hot yoga, you can lose like five pounds in a week. And I was like, Oh yeah, totally going to go. And I didn't really realize like that it was more than a workout. And then it was more about like, being alone with yourself. And I really quickly realized once I started going to yoga that I could not be alone with myself and I could not be alone with my thoughts. And I like had a really hard time wow. being silent Um, and I was like, okay, that's not normal. I need to work on this. So I kind of just started like trying to meditate and all that kind of stuff. And then I went to a meditation class at one point and I realized that I was the only person who could like not sit still. (laughs) And I like, for some reason kept like swallowing, like as if I had like a lump in my throat. And I just kept like swallowing and swallowing and swallowing like every 30 seconds. And I was like opening my eyes to like see if I was the only one doing that. And of course (laughs) I was. So I told the teacher after I was like, what the heck is going on? Like what, why would that happen? Like what's going on? She's like, oh, have you ever heard of the chakras? Like, you know, I think you probably have a blocked 
throat chakra. You should look into that. And I mean, the throat chakra is about living your truth and being mm-hmm. honest and um, living your truth means like living up to your true potential. And I wasn't doing that <laughs> by mm-hmm. any means. So I quickly realized like, I need to fix this. And I got a crystal. I was like, I've read about crystals and I was like, okay, going to try this. And I mm-hmm. put it on my throat for every day for or every night while I was going to sleep for two weeks. And then I went back to the meditation class and no more swallowing. Right. And I was like, Oh my God, this shit works. Like what else can I fix? And I just started going on like a deep dive of like all the chakras and how I can like heal myself. And I mean, it didn't happen overnight. Like it took, you know, a good chunk of time for everything to get more aligned, but it was just like the more I could silence my thoughts and be alone with myself and connect to myself and connect to my energy in different ways, it was like answers and guidance and opportunities just kept showing up. That's so cool. And I love that you shared that story with us because, yeah, I have wondered, you know, how does it, how do things manifest in our life according to chakras and that sort of thing? And I love how you gave the throat as an example, because lately, girl, I've been having some like sore throat stuff happening. And I was like, okay, I bet this is to do with the chakra. (laughs) Yeah, hundred percent it is. And it's funny because when I was a kid, I got tonsillitis all the time. Really? the worst tonsillitis. One time I missed two months of school because I was so sick. And interestingly, uh, people, I I think it's very common for women to have throat chakra um, imbalances because, I mean, this is like very woo-woo, but like past lives, if we were like hung or like silenced or like really repressed and like totally weren't allowed to talk, like all of that kind of stuff, can be passed down from past lives. Right. So, yeah. yeah, And like women have, you know, for years been told, you know, not to be too loud, not to be too powerful, not to stand out and we're literally killed for it. Mm -hmm. So I think we all kind of have some degree of throat chakra issues. Yeah. Okay. So we love getting specific as usual. So can I just ask when you actually put that crystal in your throat and you healed yourself, what crystal was it? And like, give us the lowdown on all of that. (laughs) Yeah. So it was an Amazonite crystal. Mm -hmm. So different crystals have, you know, different vibrations that they that they set off um, and also you put your own intention into the crystal so amazonite is a really really good throat chakra crystal um, it's like very calming and soothing your anxiety lives in your throat chakra as well nice. so yeah so the, the like crystals work with your chakras according to the color for the most part so your chakras all have a color assigned to them and it's the same order of the colors of the rainbow. So it's like red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, violet, starting at the root. Mm -hmm. So, you know, red chakra, sorry, red crystals are good for the root chakra and so on and so forth. So um, the throat is like that kind of like turquoisey blue. Right. Yeah. Okay. And then in terms of like how long you put it there and like, did you meditate when you put it there? So I actually like would just put it on my neck before I went to sleep. So I would like put it on my neck and sleep with it on my neck. Um, And before I fell asleep, I would kind of just imagine myself like breathing into the crystal and like 
absorbing its vibration and just kind of like visualize, you know, what that felt like for me. And, um, yeah, I mean, there's so many different ways to work with crystals, but I think you just need to kind of like feel into it and do what feels good for you. And I mean, I needed a lot of work. So sleeping with it on my throat for eight hours was what I needed. (laughs) So cool. But I love that you can just do that because for some reason, I think a lot of girls find that there's some sort of like witchy voodoo stuff that happens with chakras Mm -hmm. and it's not the case at all. Like it's so you can make it so down to earth. Uh, down to, <laughs> down to earth. earth. Yeah, down to earth. Um, yeah, no, 100%. Right? It's like science. Like yeah. the, the crystal was in the ground. It is like a vibrating, basically living thing. Everything's energy and has its own vibration. Colors have their own vibration. So if that color has resonance with the color of that chakra, then you your vibration that you're emitting from that chakra has to match up with that color. So the crystal helps you match up to the right frequency so that you can clear any block and like get the vibration running properly. Yeah. Love it so much. Okay. So can we do like a full rundown on chakras from the top to the bottom? Is that okay with you? (laughs) Oh, hundred percent. Okay. So let's go from the bottom to the top. So, Mm -hmm. um, the root chakra is the first one. So it is kind of like your, everything that touches the ground when you're sitting cross-legged. So like your pubic area, your legs, your feet, your butt, and your tailbone. And the root chakra is all about feeling grounded and feeling powerful and just feeling like you know what direction you're going in. Like there's no questions. It's also about your fight or flight response. So if you have any survival fears or, um, you know, were ever in danger or had any like life or death situation, it will live there as well. Um, and that can get passed down from generation. These days we equate survival with money. Mm-hmm. So if you have money fears and you are like constantly like really fearing that you're going to end up living on the streets, <laughs> then you probably have some kind of root chakra block. And it also like any fears that are holding you back from like starting that business or, you know, whatever, that's all root chakras. So that's like the best place to start on this journey because yeah. you need to feel grounded. You need to feel powerful. Um, and then the next chakra is the sacral chakra. So that's about two inches below your belly button. And that controls everything from your feminine power to your sexuality, to your, um, connection to your emotions. Um, and just like, like your creativity, like it's a very feminine vibe in the sacral chakra. And, there's also, so if it gets blocked, like if you have like sexual trauma or any kind of trauma or you have, um, worthiness issues, like if you're not feeling worthy, then that's a sacral chakra thing. So, you know, those are the kind of things you have to remedy in order to really vibrate and like connect your emotions and that creativity and your feminine power. You need to really remedy and hone in on, on those worthiness issues and where they're coming from and really like tackle that from like a mind, body, and soul perspective. Um, and with every chakra, like if you're going to be really working on a chakra, like a crystal sometimes isn't enough. Like you have to really work on it with like mind, body, soul, and energy. And we can talk about that after. Um, Mm -hmm. but so sacral chakra solar plexus is right below your rib cage. And it's about like your radiance. Like, you know, when you just kind of like walk into a room and people are like, damn, like they just like, (laughs) recognize you. Um, that's, and it's like your confidence and your spark. 
Right. Uh, that's what your solar plexus vibrates. But if it is stuck, then you are going to feel overwhelmed. You're going to feel burnt out. You're going to feel low energy and you're not going to be shining bright. You're going to be like, just kind of like dull. Right. Okay. So that's just, yeah. And also your intuition. So that kind of like gut reaction in the solar plexus. Oh yeah. That um, makes sense. Yeah. So that's your first intuitive chakra. Um, and then the heart chakra is about balance. So, um, kind of, it's like balance in all areas. So the balance between feminine and masculine, the balance between giving and receiving the balance between work and play, like all of the balances. So you want to just like keep everything even. And I always say, um, you know, with, when it comes to love, like if you want to find balance and love, say you're like giving, 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 and you're not receiving enough love and you're working, 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 and you're not receiving enough money. It's kind of like how you do one thing is how you do everything. Mm. And the best thing to do for the root chakra is to love yourself. Mm. <laughs> like no matter what the imbalance is, the answer is love yourself. So it's not just about the inflow and outflow of love. It's also about the love you have for yourself. Yeah. I see. Um, Yeah. So such an important one. And then the throat chakra, like we talked about that one a little bit. So communication, it's also your mind body connection. It's literally the bridge between your mind and your body. So feeling super connected, um, to yourself, you know, from a physical standpoint and also mentally and just being able to feel into your body and, and know what's going on. And then also just like living your truth, communication, honesty, um, and all, also being assertive. So the balance between, you know, and, and with your throat chakra, you could be, you could have an overactive energy and you could talk too much and you could be aggressive and you could be like, <laughs> you know, just like a little much, um, coming from like a place of, of insecurity, mm-hmm. or it could be that you're very timid and you are, um, you know, you're like just very not speaking your opinion, not speaking your mind and letting people walk all over you. So there's a spectrum to it. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So, um, yeah, I mean with all chakras, it's like, it could be overactive or underactive, but the symptoms are usually like the same, like Um, like I was saying with the solar plexus, like if you have an overactive energy in the solar plexus, you're going to be like working, 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 which ultimately leads to burnout. So it's kind of the same, same, but Mm. with the throat chakra, I would say that that's the biggest difference is you could be overly aggressive or overly timid. Right. Okay. Makes so much sense. (laughs) And then the third eye chakra is about, um, looking inwards. So your ability to, really like look inside and it also allows you to be intuitive. So I believe that intuition is not like a, like a superpower that only some people have. (laughs) It's something that you exercise and you exercise it by noticing things and you become a very quick processor of noticing patterns and energy. And you, that's why you can kind of guess what's going to happen. And the first place to start in building that intuition is your inward reflection. So kind of knowing how you're going to react to something before it happens or knowing how something's going to pan out based on an old pattern. So third eye chakra is really cool. Um, mm-hmm. If you've got like a super scattered mind or like you're, you know, you're just like not feeling clear, then that means you need to work on the third eye. 
crown chakras, the crown of your head, and the energy that comes from the crown chakra is about like connecting you to flow and connecting you to the universe. So you want to have an open crown chakra. That's what allows you to like manifest and allows you to like be in flow and all of that great stuff. Um, So if it's blocked, I mean, the thing with the crown chakra is that if any of your chakras are blocked, the crown chakra will probably be blocked too. And then it'll stop you from being in total flow. So yeah, I mean, I'm obsessed with the crown chakra and working on the crown chakra like all the time, but then you have to always be working on the other chakras too in order to be fully in flow. Of course. Right. Okay. That is so cool. So I love how, can I ask like when you focus on the crown chakra, is that just because you really love it or is it because you get the most results from it? I'm just so drawn to it. Like I've always, since I was a little girl, been obsessed with the color purple, which is the crown chakra color. And I don't know what it is. I'm obsessed with amethyst. And it's just kind of this like visceral thing where I'm just so drawn to everything about it. And um, I mean, I believe that it's because I have a big purpose and like I need to be in constant reminder that I need to be connected to flow and be connected to ease and, um, and allowing rather than always like forcing, forcing, forcing. Yeah. Okay. I love this. So what are some things that girls can do? I guess let's focus on the crown one since it's your fave. What Mm -hmm. can they do to get more flow or connect more with the universe? I mean, so I always say like your chakras are transmitters and they are receptors. So they're constantly emitting a vibration and what you're putting out has, it matches what you're going to bring in. So I always say you have to, like I use the term, like you have to become an energetic match for what you want to attract. So if you, so ways to become an energetic match is to, a, like work on any insecurity that makes you think you can't have it. Um, and B, just like really um, like visualizing it and like feeling like seeing, feeling, smelling, tasting what you want before you have it. Like the more you, your subconscious mind doesn't really know the difference between what's real and what you're visualizing. Mm-hmm. So the more you can visualize it, you're actually changing the frequency physically of what you're transmitting yeah I love it actually that just reminds me we didn't even talk about how chakras work (laughs) so Mm -hmm. like how do they actually work and what are they so yeah so they're like the core energy centers in your body so we have seven of them and chakra means spinning wheel so the energy in your chakras just needs to be like vibing and working together because if one gets um if one gets improperly, what's the word I'm looking for? Like if it's blocked or if it's overactive, if it's just not vibrating right, then it kind of throws everything else out of whack. So you want to just always be keeping everything in flow um, and like being proactive about it too. Like not only working on a chakra when it feels blocked, but like really giving all your chakras love all the time. Okay. Yeah. That makes so much sense. So if a girl was to, you know, start to implement taking care of her chakras or just tapping into how they feel, what are some tips that you have into knowing whether one is blocked? I mean, the first 
the like easiest thing to do is like a little breathing exercise where you just kind of like get relaxed and kind of get into a state of meditation. And then you just take like a really deep breath into the toes and you'll actually kind of be able to feel where it's blocked. Like you might have a sharp pain in your chest or you might have trouble like moving the energy past your stomach or you might feel like completely dead below the waist. Like um, it's easy to tell like where you can't even visualize energy going is usually where the block has started. But then also, like I said, like it could be an emotional thing. Like if, if you are, you know, you know, having, you know, low worth, like worthiness issues or feel like you're not good enough or constantly doubting yourself. And that could be sacral chakra. It just really comes down to like understanding all of them because then it's like, it's like a GPS, like anything that goes wrong emotionally, physically, energetically, your, your chakras are kind of like your GPS to be like, okay, that means that this chakra needs help. That means that, you know, I need to do these things to fix it. And this is my daily practice. And, um, it just kind of helps you remedy it from like a very, like more specific standpoint. Right. Okay. So do you have any cool stories either from your clients or your own life about, I guess, really cool not really synchronicities, but I guess a story of how you have healed a chakra and how it has like, um, you know, healed your throat, like for instance, what you told us about, or instead mm-hmm. it's a different area of the body. Yeah. I mean, okay. So actually I'm going to do the opposite. I'm going to tell you how I realized this week that I need to work on my root chakra again. Yeah, sure. So it's like, we're going into a new year and I've been really thinking about next year and like, um, I just don't feel organized for next year. And it's been like giving me anxiety. Like I don't feel grounded in 2019 yet. Right. And I, the other day, and I've just kind of been putting it off, putting it off, putting it off. And the other day I was like in my washroom and I had, I just kind of like had something on the bottom of my foot and I like, I wiped it on the top of my other foot. I didn't (laughs) know what it was. And it was glass. Oh, jabbed it into my foot. And it was like, it was like a murder scene. It was like blood everywhere. It was like, so it was, I always say like, listen to the whispers before they become screams. Yeah. The universe, if you're, if the universe is trying to tell you something and you know, you need to work on it, work on it before it gets to a point where it literally, the universe stabs you in the, yeah. the foot <laughs> and it's like, pay attention to yeah. your ritual. Oh, um, shit. So, so yeah, that's the opposite story. <laughs> That was a recent one I thought I would share with you. Yeah. Okay. So basically you felt this urge, like you should be getting grounded, starting to work yeah. on the root chakra and you didn't listen to it, was it? Like you didn't. Yeah. I didn't listen to it. I just like kept putting it off. It was like, yeah. oh, I'll work on that next week or like, and I knew it was bothering me and I knew I didn't feel grounded and I knew that it was making me feel anxious, but I just like did it. I just didn't do it for whatever reason. I just yeah. let other things. Get in the and way the universe literally was like hey <laughs> Emily pay <Exactly>. attention <laughs> exactly <laughs> right okay oh my gosh that actually like I'd love to share this story too because just this week like I said about the voice and my throat and even just recording podcasts recently I'd been getting like a really gross voice and I was like mm. where is this coming from so um like I had known you know throat is blue and you know it's to do with you know your truth and speaking up and that sort of thing and I realized that 
that actually just you telling us about what the throat chakra is about and everything I was a little bit aggressive in a conversation <laughs> like not too long yeah. ago um and I just remember like it was definitely my perspective perspective was skewed or just I had been listening to the ego and letting it tell its stories and I was like upset at the time and I just kind of like said these things and then the night after that I mean sorry the day after that I was just like so sore in my throat and I think I'm still recovering from it but <laughs> so I'm definitely okay, gonna well, take yeah, yeah it could be like a good thing though I feel like I feel like when that happens sometimes like if we finally speak our truth sometimes your throat can get sore after that too like when oh. I first started my podcast I finally stepped into, you know, like a higher level of communication, a higher level of speaking my truth. And then I immediately got strep throat. (laughs) (laughs) So sometimes like whenever something happens, it can be clearing as well. So like literally like it could either be, okay, you had something pent up and whether you let it out rationally or not, um, it still got out and could be a good thing. Mm -hmm. Um, or it could be, you know, maybe you were supposed to speak that, that truth a long time ago and you didn't, um, and that that's a good thing too. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's interesting. It could yeah. be, like, I, I just think like any reminder like that is good. Like anything, any little thing that doesn't like fully harm you is like, okay, <laughs> I got to be thankful for this sign. Like, this is <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like something's got to be shifting. Something has got to yeah. be shifting. Okay. Yes. No, actually, because now I'm remembering all these other times where maybe I've had Mm. strep throat or, you know, just like pharyngitis, something like that. And it was always after either I spoke up to a friend who was either, you know, dominating me and like Mm. persuading me all the time. And like, that's another thing that I can just remember. I'm like, oh my gosh, so much clarity now. So girls like start to think, you know, (laughs) like when have you been (laughs) injured or when have you had like a not so nice manifestation in that area of your body? And you can start to think, you know, what chakras does it lead to? Just like Amberly said, it's like a GPS. You can kind of like go back and see which one it was. Okay. I love that so much. So I guess like, what are some things that we can do to make sure, like you said, cause I love how you said it's not always about just attending, it's not, not attending, just tending to, um, you know, chakras when they need help, but actually also mm-hmm. preventing, right? So what are yeah. things that girls can do to prevent actually getting being stabbed in the foot or yeah, <laughs> that sort you of thing? Not get stabbed like me. Yeah. Um, I like to look at it as like, um, so daily practice, obviously like I'm huge on daily practice, obsessed with it. Um, every single day I do a bath ritual. So I have wow. like my, my, my daily practice is like two hours. <laughs> I love that though. Um, yeah. And it's like, so I like to tackle mind, body, soul, and energy every single morning. So for the mind journaling, reading, listening to a podcast, you know, repeating a mantra for the body, doing some kind of stretching. And like, you know, you know, if you're working on a certain chakra, you can stretch that area of your body, even just breathing air into that area. Um, and obviously working out is another really great thing to do for the body, for your mm-hmm. soul meditation. There's so many great, um, chakra meditations out there. I have some on my website if you want them, mm-hmm. um, plug, plug. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah. So, some kind of chakra meditation every day, depending on what you're feeling. 
Yeah, yeah. And then for energy is visualizing and crystals, like getting you to really match the frequency so that everything is vibing right. So for myself, like what I do is I wake up, I cuddle my dog and my husband. I take my dog for a long walk, like 45 minutes to an hour. I come home, I do my bath ritual. I use oils and salts and crystals. And, um, you know, I, I journal in the bath. I meditate in the bath. And I, um, then I get out, I usually do some kind of workout before that too, actually, I should add. And then, um, yeah. And I visualize and then I like do my face routine and then I get on with my day. I love that. That's like a dream morning routine. Honestly, if I had a bath, (laughs) I only have a shower, (laughs) but I would be doing exactly what you said. Oh my gosh. I love that. And I love that you talk so much about crystals because they're so beautiful. Like right now I've got all of mine with me. Like I always bring them with Mm. me when I'm doing a podcast and like I'll hold on to blue lace agate just to speak clearly. And um, my favorites are puff light, but I would love to know, like what are your main favorite crystals and how do you cultivate like your own little rituals with them yeah so I love amethyst like I said Mm -hmm. so if I'm going to meditate with amethyst I'll like put it at the crown of my head like I'll I always lay down when I meditate I'm lazy um (laughs) so I'll put it at my head and then um with the other one that I love is citrine so I have like Mm. this huge citrine point I don't know what you call it like pyramid I don't know what to call it um but it is amazing and it just I I kind of just like imagine it like recharging me with sun (laughs) I'm like rays of light and I'll just put it on my solar plexus when I meditate um yeah I mean there's also crystals that you can put in the bath uh there's sodalite which is like or sorry not sodalite selenite Mm-hmm. which is like insane for clearing energy I love selenite yeah such a good one um but I accidentally it made me throw up once it's like so strong oh my <laughs> gosh tell us the story I'm very <laughs> so I was like I was like oh I'm gonna like cleanse my lower chakras and like move the energy down and I'm gonna cleanse my upper chakras and move the energy up right. and like I was going like from my stomach like going up just like wipe like just like waving it over my body like a wand and then yeah waving the wand over my body like from my stomach to my head and then that night I got so sick like wow like so sick like throwing up for like a full day oh that's so terrible but did you feel better after it yeah it was like I I I was like this is like an exorcism like I like I like release the demons like a full body exorcism yeah oh my gosh okay that is that's like that's a bit scary for some people but don't worry like you don't have to let it be that that um intense right no just just go down always go down okay okay that makes so much more sense yeah go down love it okay (laughs) so I would love to know I guess how do chakras come into manifestation let's talk about that yeah so how I mentioned that they are like transmitters and receptors so um it's all about the vibration that you're setting out and like becoming an energetic match for the things that you want so I mean I think the main thing is to like have a clear vessel, like the more clear your chakras are and the more they're vibrating at the proper frequency, the more you're going to be in flow to attract the things that you want. Yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. So it's basically making sure that they're all spinning. Is that the right word? Or that they're all clear? Yeah. Like all just like vibing together. Like just all, yeah, all like at the right frequency. Right. Okay. And just out of curiosity, which ones like vibrate the fastest or are they all at the same vibration? No, they have different vibrations. I mean, I don't know which one's the fastest, but I feel like they're, um, so they all, so there's different sounds for every chakra too. So you can actually like look them up. There's like different, like, um, I, I don't know, I guess sound or like mantra for the chakras. Um, and that's like the frequency, like that's the sound frequency, um, that they vibrate at. Mm, okay. Yeah. And, and I guess that there's probably like healing sound meditations and stuff like that, that you can exactly. listen to. Right. Yeah, exactly. Okay. That's so, so cool. like, like the root chakra is lamb. The sacral chakra is vam. The third chakra is ram. The fourth chakra is yam. I know they all are. It's crazy. The fifth chakra is ham. And then the sixth one, the sixth and seven is om. Okay. And so, so these are all um, the, the like yeah. audible sort of yes. connections. Okay. Yeah. Because I've seen it on yeah. a website before. I was, I think I was searching solar plexus or something and it said, yeah, that it was, what was it? Not ham. It was one of those <laughs> for the, the solar. Oh yeah, the solar plexus is ram. Yeah, ram. Okay, cool, awesome. Well, I would... it's more like ram. Like it's more like ram. Oh yeah, ram. Yeah, ram. Okay, yeah, ram. Yeah, ram. Ram. Um, I would love to talk about your manifestation stories or how you have manifested things in your life or where you're heading and how you're expanding your manifestations. Would you love to talk about any stories that you have or just your journey with manifestation? Yeah. So I always say that I'm constantly expanding my receptors. And Mm -hmm. I think that's really important because we get, we can kind of like plateau with manifesting. So Mm -hmm. it's important to like, just keep expanding what you think is possible. So just like regular goal set, I I don't like the word goal setting, but like vision setting Mm -hmm. um, is so important. Just like always going bigger, bigger, bigger. And then the bigger you go, you realize you have a new block. Like you're like, oh, I thought I like got rid of that block, but here it is again, but it's because you've like gone to this new level now and you need to clear it at that level so that you can expand the receptor to that capacity. Um, so one of my favorite stories of manifesting is that I was, um, I was going to Paris and I wanted this Chloe bag Mm -hmm. and I was like visualizing it as if it was already mine. And I didn't know how I was going to like afford it. You know, like I hadn't been in business for too long Mm -hmm. and I was like, um, anyways, I manifested the money for it. And I was like visualizing, like going to Le Bon Marche. And I was visualizing, like, I was like, okay, it's there waiting for me. I just kept saying, oh, I got to go pick up my bag. Like as if it was already mine. And I was like, it's in the back room. It's on a shelf. It's like still in the plastic. Like I was picturing the exact bag. Um, and then I went to the store and they're like, oh, sorry. Like we don't have it in black anymore. It's completely sold out. And I was like, fuck like what like no like what do you mean universe what do you mean and I was like so like confused and I was like kind of like bummed and I was like okay I need to like sort this out maybe I'll go maybe I came to the wrong Chloe store I don't know (laughs) so 
I was like walking out the door and I felt a hand on my shoulder and she's like, oh, we found it. It was on a shelf in the back room wrapped in all the plastic still. So we didn't that was like that's where I left it yeah oh my god I love that so much because it was literally like just how you you visualized it exactly Exactly. how and I love that you shared with us a designer bag purchase story because I love hearing those and I don't feel I feel like not enough people talk about it but I did an episode just talking about like how I manifested my Chanel bag (laughs) and I think it's just so so cool because I love how you were talking about it's spiritual is it spiritual to be rich? Like that sort of thing. Um, Mm -hmm. I love how you say that. Can you tell us why we should be unapologetic about being rich and, and, you know, it's spiritual as well. Totally. I think if you have a desire to be wealthy and you have a desire for designer things, that's what's meant for you. (laughs) If you don't, And if you don't, you need to look at why you don't and if it's coming from a place of anger. Because I remember when I was in fashion school and there were like all these like rich girls that went to my school and they had all these designer bags and I was only like 20 and could barely pay my rent. Mm. And I was like, whatever. Louis Vuitton's ugly. Anyways, it's brown. (laughs) It's so ugly. Even though I like deep down like really wanted it and now I like have everything Louis Vuitton. So um. So yeah, I mean, if you don't want it, make sure it's not from a place of that. Maybe some people don't want, you know, designer bags and that's fine too. But I, I don't know. I just think that whatever you desire is actually meant for you. Otherwise, why would you be desiring it? Yeah, exactly. Right. I think that's so important to remember that anything that we can dream of or anything that we can visualize is already ours and we can manifest it. It's just clearing the blocks to allowing it and whatever feels good is meant for us, right? So if it feels good, it means that you desire it. So therefore you can have it. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. I love that. So, so cool. Okay. So I would love to ask you some questions, some quick rapid fire questions. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. So I know you call them slumber party questions on yours. So it's basically (laughs) going to like tear them over here, bring them here. Okay. Okay. (laughs) So the first one's funny. I I, I laughed when I wrote it, but if you were a chakra, which one would you be? Good one. (laughs) Um, You know what? I'm... I mean, part of me wants to say crown chakra, but I just would say solar plexus because it's just so vibrant and like, I don't know. It's just like, like spunky and sparky and just that like firecracker, you know? Mm, Yeah. Because it's like orangey, yellowy, like the sun. Yellow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. Love it. Okay. So good. Okay. What is your favorite designer brand? (laughs) I'm Oh my God. That's a hard one. I just, I feel like I, I love so many different things about different ones. Like I love Louis Vuitton because it's just so iconic. Yeah. Um, but I love Chloe cause I just feel like that's my vibe. Like the kind of like seventies, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just love, love, love that vibe. Um, what else do I love? I love Alexander Wang cause it's just mm. like, you can just, I don't know. I just feel like it's so casual. I've got like my our Alexander Wang denim jacket that I wear all the time and the yeah. boots. I just, it's just like casual fun. Yeah. Those are my and actually just a side note on that. Can I just ask, cause I personally, this is how I see designer things. And I think there are a lot of girls who kind of also, like you said, they don't give themselves permission to want it. Like mm-hmm. they'll say like, Oh, mm-hmm. like it's ugly anyway. Or like, or I don't it's need so that. expensive. Right. Why would anyone 
pay for that. Yeah, yeah, but I see it as like a total investment and it's like me buying a high vibration object. Like a designer purchase is very high vibration and whenever I carry it, I take on and I like feel into those vibrations and it helps me attract abundance. I was wondering if you felt the same way or like if you have a different take on it. Oh no, 100%. Like I always say like when I get a new bag, I get more clients. <laughs> <laughs> But like, I also don't think like, but then I also just feel like there's some people that are like, oh, I'm not going to like, I have to like spend beyond my means in order to like manifest. And I don't believe in that. I think every purchase should come from a place of love, not a place of fear. Definitely. And I think, you know, that's totally different. Like that's spending beyond your means. That's like, Mm -hmm. if you don't have the money and you want to buy like a, like a designer purchase, I don't think that's the smartest idea. Like with Mm -hmm. that money that you've got, it'd be different Mm -hmm. if you were investing in like someone who's going to help you because that's different you're changing your mindset um totally right yeah so important yeah I mean like I've never bought a designer thing on a credit card like Mm. it's always with cash that's I mean I don't like I wouldn't judge someone if they did but I just for me that's what feels right yeah Yeah. love it okay so talking about this I love talking about this stuff so what was Mm -hmm. your last designer purchase Oh, I bought, actually it was a while ago. Um, it was in the summer. So I guess like August, I guess, I guess that's not too long. ago. Um, I got a second Chloe bag. I got like the miniature version, um, the Chloe Faye bag. Like it's like, um, it's so cute. Yeah. It's like a beige, like suede situation and you can like use it as a clutch too. Oh my gosh. It sounds adorable. I love it. Okay. It's really cute. Yeah. Okay. So if you had to only have one crystal for the rest of your life, which one would it be? I'm going to say amethyst. It's yep. like a catch-all. It's just like, it like <laughs> takes all the negative vibes away and just like, I just love it. Yeah. Okay. Amazing. Okay. This one I'm curious about. Who's the top person that you look up to in spirituality of the self-help world? Good question. Oh my God. See, I'm kind of funny and I believe in staying in your own lane. Yeah. And like, I don't like, I don't want to say don't look up to people because I hundred percent do. There's so many people that I look up to, but like, I like to draw influence from different places. Like I like to look at bloggers. I like, I like to look at celebrities that I like. I like to look at reality stars that I like and mm-hmm. kind of like formulate that way. I can like formulate my own spiritual business, not based on someone else's spiritual business. I feel like, especially in like the online world, it's so easy to like accidentally like sponge up someone else's voice or like someone else's like ideas and then regurgitate them and then be like, wait, like how did, like, I just remember there have been times where I'm like writing copy for something and I write it out and I'm just like, ew, who, who wrote that? That doesn't even sound like me. Yeah. So I just kind of stay in my own lane. I mean, like, I love Gabby Bernstein's books. Yeah. Um, oh my gosh. I don't know. I'd like Deepak Chopra was the first you know, book I ever read. I, I I do like Deepak Chopra and 
Oprah, they have like all these yes. meditations and I do <laughs> yeah. their meditations a lot. I mean, there's different people for different things, but there's definitely not anyone that I'm like emulating. You know mm, what I mean? Course. I, I try yeah. to stay away from that. Yeah. And I, I completely agree with you because I'm somebody who I also didn't want to like copy someone else or just emulate another person because as long as you're copying someone else, you're never going to be as good as them or better than them. If you want to be the best version of you, you're going to literally live your truth, right? And just be, you know, you can pick and choose. I love how you were like, it's not just the self, the self-help people or authors. It's also celebrities. It's people you, mm-hmm. you know, look, look at their like fashion and stuff like that's also included, I think totally. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. I also love Gabby's books. There's so much, they're so amazing. And actually I'm training with yeah. her in October. I'm so oh, excited. Um, so nice. but yeah, actually it is October now. I just totally, <laughs> it's coming up fast. <laughs> Oh, um, nice. But yeah, no, I love that because I was wondering, you know, like, um, especially for modern girls, it can be a little bit over, yeah. overbearing because so many self-help books are often written by old white males. Or <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And that's why I just never, it's either like old white males or like people from India that like, <laughs> just don't, I'm like, I'm sorry, I don't resonate with your beard. Like it's just like... <laughs> It just, I'm, you know what I mean? Like, I just don't resonate with it. And like, yeah, totally. I mean, there's so much wisdom, but I need it to be like dumbed down for me. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need the cold notes of what you're talking about. Yes. Oh, so good. Okay. So this one is about books. So what's one book that you want to read, but you haven't read yet? Oh, oh my God. Good question. <laughs> okay. I'm going to say... <laughs> The book that's literally right in front of me (laughs) because I've like been really like obsessed with, not obsessed with, really wanting to become obsessed with and really wanting to learn more about like healing mushrooms. Um, And like I got all of these, there's this company called Four Sigmatic and they sent me all of these like different like mushroom elixirs and mushroom coffee and all this stuff. And I just started drinking them like a few days ago and I, they sent me this book as well. And I just have not had a second to even look at it. Um, But yeah, it's called Healing Mushrooms. And I'm excited to just kind of like, I mean, like I probably will only skim it as well because I'm, I'm like a Coles Notes person. Like I want, I would rather someone read it and then tell me the highlights. Like, <laughs> notes, yeah, <laughs> give me the highlights. Um, but yeah, I I, I definitely want to learn more about that kind of stuff. Yeah, oh, that's actually so cool, and I actually haven't tried their drinks yet. But <laughs> I have to. They're really good. I really like yeah. it. I really like awesome. it. I've been having like a love hate with coffee lately. So yeah, yeah. Um, gonna see. Gonna try the shrooms. Awesome. It's so good. Okay, so <laughs> this is my final question, and this is okay. what should a girl do to manifest the life of her dreams? The first thing, okay, so I actually have like a seven step process that I actually should have said when you asked me about manifesting. Oh, so I love it. um it actually you go through the seven chakras to yeah. manifest. So Step one, root chakra, clarity, getting grounded in what you want, just being so, so clear of what you want. Step two is the sacral chakra. Like, is it uh, like feeling into the emotion of it? Um, Like, you know, is it a yes or a no? Does it feel right for you? What do you want it to like, you know, how, what do you want it to feel like? Mm. step three solar plexus is actually like focusing on it and thinking about the action like and putting energy into it so like what are you gonna like what are the actions that you're gonna take 
Mm-hmm. And then when you get to the heart chakra is I like to think about co-creation. Okay. What do I want to do and what do I want the universe to do? So I'm going to do all this work and, you know, put out this new business of what do I want the universe to do. I want the universe to put the right eyes in front of it um, and the right clients in front of me. Um, and then with the throat chakra, I like to go through any fears that come up and, um, because that's where the anxiety is and be like, okay, is there anything holding me back from really communicating this and putting it out there? Um, And you work through the fears and then you communicate it out there, start talking about it. And then with the uh, third eye, you start visualizing it all the time, like really, really picturing it. Um, And then you take action with the crown, like moving energy forward and getting into flow. So before you take action, there's so many steps to take to like feel into it. Um, I think manifestation is nothing without action. You cannot, will not vision board your way to what you want without doing anything. You can't sit on your ass and manifest. I'm so glad that you said this. (laughs) Yes, it's so true though. And I think something that people so, so misconstrue, especially from watching The Secret is like, oh yeah, I just need to imagine it and it's going to come to me. And they're like, where is it? Well, you got to do something about it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Get off your ass. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So, so amazing. Now, can I ask you actually, I'm just curious about flow. What Mm -hmm. is one thing that you do to get into flow at the moment? (laughs) Mm, I'm going to say just being like, for me right now, personally, it's like being more of a planner. Like I've been Mm -hmm. very like fly by the seat of my pants, (laughs) but like you have to have some structure to be in flow. Um, even like financial projections um, and getting like stronger processes in place. Like, I guess, you know, the best way I can describe it is root down to rise up. Mm. So have the strong foundation so that you can flow up top. Like if you think about like when you're like sitting cross-legged, you're like rooted down into the ground, but the top of you is just kind of like floating in space. So you're rooted down so you can like flow and like rise to the top. Yeah. Okay. I love that. So, so poetic as well. (laughs) Anyway, Amberly, thank you so much for coming onto the podcast and sharing all your knowledge with us. Where can the girls find you? Yes, you can find me on my website at Shocker Girl Co. Mm-hmm. Uh, Instagram, I'm Shocker Girl Co. And the podcast is Shocker Girl Radio. Go check Beautiful. it out. Beautiful. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, babe. Thank you. Okay, babes, I hope you loved that episode with Amber Lee. Isn't she just so amazing? I love that she's got such knowledge and yet she's also into modern girl fashion and designer handbags just like we are here, or at least I am and maybe you girls are. (laughs) But honestly, I really do believe that it's so, so fine to love fashion and to love, you know, nice things, even if you are trying to get spiritual or work on your personal development journey. I mean, the whole thing is when you grow in your personal development, you are bound to grow in terms of your abundance financially. And with having financial affluence comes the options to be able to buy nice things, like buy those designer things you want, or just buy the the drink bottle with the crystal in it that you want, or that dream watch, or that dream dress. Like lately, I've been loving dresses. If you follow me on my Instagram, you can see it like on my story, I'm definitely dressing up more in things that I love 
love. I feel like I'm really allowing myself to dress in things I like. So I just wanted to end with a little kind of tip. Like, are you actually dressing the way you want to? Because if you were that that future girl who's doing everything you decide to do, what would she wear? Like, that's the question that I ask myself. And that's why I have lately been like, yeah, like I would wear this dress. Like I would, even if it wasn't, even if I was staying at home, I would still wear that dress. So I think, you know, really tap into what you desire. And like I said, give yourself the option and the permission to dress the way you want to. Anyways, I hope you loved learning about chakras and learning about how there's different areas of the body which can manifest in a certain way if any of your chakras are blocked or they're not vibing. I will leave the link to Amberly's website just below in the show notes. And like I said, girls, if you would love to get reflecting and love to build momentum for your manifestations, definitely check out the link in my bio to grab your workbook, which is Manifestation Reflections. It's so cute, guys. Like I have it right beside me and it's just so chic. Oh, I'm just in love with it. So definitely get yourself a copy and let me know what you think about it. I can't wait to hear. Anyways, I will let you guys go. It's 6pm now and I'm about to just finalize the masterclass slides for tomorrow's masterclass and um, course that I'm holding. Anyway, I hope you have a great day. I'm just vibing right now. I'm going to have a nice hot drink and you know, maybe listen to some John Mayer. I've been digging John Mayer lately, which is so weird because I used to think that, I don't know, I would, I used to never like his music, but I'm into it now. Anyways, I hope you have a great day. I cannot wait to speak to you next soon. I just am so excited that exams are finishing soon and I'm going to be done with uni and I can just fully give all my attention to you girls. Anyway, have a beautiful day. I'll speak to you soon. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. If you loved this episode, I'd so love if you could leave me an iTunes review. For more inspiration and new daily wellness tips on my story, come and find me on Instagram at Kimberly Wenya. Sending big, big love.